Because we are continuing today in Mesechas Peah, we find ourselves in the last Mishnah in Perek Vav and the first Mishnah in Perek Zayin. So we're in Mishnah Vav, excuse me, Perek Vav, Chapter 6, Mishnah Yud Aleph, Mishnah 11. Hakotzer Balayla, so an interesting case. Let's say one is harvesting his field at night. Vahama Amer, or for that matter, again, one is gathering bundles of his field at night. So the Kam Denamdin in both of these cases is because you're doing that at night and therefore you left stuff behind. Behind. You left bundles behind. It's nighttime, or for that matter, Bahasuma, right? Ultimately, or someone's blind, and as a result of his blindness, he leaves grain behind, produce behind. Yeshlam Shechacha. Even though, again, the reason I left behind the produce was because it's nighttime, or the reason the person left behind the produce is because he's blind, halacha lemaisa, the forgotten produce is still subject to the halachos of shechacha. So, this is an interesting case. So the case over here is where a person goes ahead and has in mind that when they harvest, they're going to collect, they're going to harvest the thicker stalks first and then come back and harvest the thin stalks later on. The Bartanura writes, Here's what's interesting. What this is based, so again, if a person has in mind to go ahead and harvest the thick stalks first and then come back for the thinner stalks and he ends up forgetting some of the stalks behind this what that which is forgotten is not subject to shechacha now what's the reason for this so the Bartunur explains very interesting because halacha lamaisa he's harvesting in an abnormal way right and normal harvesting is you just harvest you take a handful of wheat to harvest it you don't, you're not mavchim you don't distinguish between thick stalks and and thin stalks in this case because he's harvesting in an abnormal fashion Therefore, it is not subject to the halachos of shechacha. So the Bartanur says, because again, the halachos of shechacha only apply when you're harvesting in a normative fashion. Very interesting case. This farmer is a chacham. And he says like this, I'm harvesting, as I tell him harvesting, I'm harvesting on the condition that anything that I forget, I will go back for which is a great tenai. It essentially, effectively eliminates the concept of shechacha. So the Mishnah says, yesh lo shechacha. That which he forgets is still subject to the laws of shechacha. So in other words, the problem with this in general is any tenai that contradicts biblical law is not the tenai. It's what's called masna amasha kasuv batorah, to know a bottle. This is a quote from the Bartanura. Anytime you stipulate you're making a condition that runs contrary to Torah law, ultimately your tonight, your condition is bottle, is negated. So in this case over here, he's making a tonight to effectively undermine the concept of Shechacha, and therefore the tonight, the condition is bottle. Beautiful Mazel Tov on finishing Parak Vav. We now begin Parak Zayin, chapter 7 of Mesech Espeah. Kol Zayis, Sheish Lashem Basadas, Murigan, we saw that Allah Chalamaisa. So shechacha doesn't only apply to grain, but shechacha also applies to fruit forgotten on trees. So specifically, we're focusing on over here is an olive tree. So technically speaking, if you're harvesting your olive tree and you leave behind olives, they're subject to shechacha. Now, what about the following case? Let's say you have a tree and the tree literally has a name. 
meaning which means the tree has an identity, a distinct and unique identity. Even now again, literally translated, even it's even it has an identity because it has a unique quality. What's the unique quality? That the olives are so laden with oil that at the time when you harvest it, at the time that the, the olive tree drips oil. It drips oil. So let's say again, it has a name like that, an identity like that, Ushacho, and you forgot olives on, you forgot to harvest, right? The olives on the tree. It's not Shechacha. Now, why isn't it Shechacha? Because since Halacha said this olive tree has a unique identity, the owner is going to go back for it. So because we know for sure he's going to go back for it, therefore anything forgotten does not have a din of Shechacha. But Medramur, when is this so? Bishmo, Bemasaf, Obimakomo. Either if the olive tree has a unique identity because it has a name, in other words, it's known by a particular name as we'll discuss, Bemasaf, or again, the tree itself has such is so productive, right? It's so fruitful, literally its actions, or Makomo, or because of the place where it's situated. So if there's something that makes this tree distinguishable and unique from all other trees, then Lamais, again, it's not subject to Shechacha. So the Mishnah gives an example. What does it mean? Ultimately, Bishmo, that it has a unique name, right? Meaning, for example, Shahaya Shifchoni O Baishani. So it's, core, it's called Shifchoni. Shifchoni means pouring. In other words, that the olives, this tree produces so much oil that they call it Shifchoni. It's the tree that pours oil. Or Baishani, it's the tree that embarrasses all of the other trees because it has such tremendous output. Bemasov was an example, again, where a tree that's known for its actions, right, or its productivity. Shu Osaharbe, it's a tree that produces many more olives or much more oil than any other than any other tree around it. Bimakomo, what does that mean? Shu omid bitsad hagat o bitsad hapirza. So quite literally, the tree is situated in a unique spot. Literally, again, the gat is the wine press, or pirza means an opening, a breach in the fence. So again, the idea ushar kolazesim, and when it comes to all other olive trees, shnayim shichacha. If halachalamaisa one forgot to harvest two trees, then that's called shichacha. Shlosha eno shichacha. Ultimately, if you forgot to harvest three trees, that's not shichacha. So it's interesting. So remember again, what bundles are to grain, trees are to olives. So by bundles of grain, if you forgot one bundle, two bundles, that's shichacha. Three bundles, it's not shichacha. By olive trees, if you forget one tree, it's shichacha. Two trees, it's shichacha. But once you forget three trees, it's not shichacha. So again, so what we begin to see is different. But so again, if you forget three trees, it's not shichacha. But even if you forgot one or two trees, if those trees are unique in that either, again, they have a shame, a unique name, ma'asov, a unique level of productivity, or makomo, are situated in a unique spot where the owner is not going to forget about them, it doesn't have the din of shechacha. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi says, in shechacha lezeisim. So this is very interesting. Rabbi Yossi holds that halacha lemaisa, in general, there is no shechacha. There's no shechacha, right? There's no shechacha by zesim, by, by olive trees. Yossi felt that olive trees are so chashiv, are so important, that they're just not subject to the halakos of shechacha at all. So the Bartanura says something amazing. He says, Lo am Rabbi Yossi, Allah bizman sheba, adrinos kesar vehechavis kalaaris, lo hayu zesim mitsuyin. So this is incredible. The Bartanura says, when did Rabbi Yossi say this halacha? This was by the Roman Caesar Hadrian. 
Hadrian came and laid waste to Eretz Yisrael. And one of the things that he did was he destroyed agriculture. He destroyed olives. So Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi was saying, therefore, in his time, the olive trees were so unique and so scarce that halacha lemaisa, there was no such thing as shichacha by an olive tree. But obviously, even Rabbi Yossi would agree that halacha lemaisa, if there was a plentiful supply of olives, then all of the aforementioned halachas would apply. All right, we'll stop over here for today. Pick up with Mishnayis, Bezin, Gimel tomorrow. Wishing everyone a wonderful day.